It is a fact well established that an animal's adorableness is in exact proportion to its capacity for hate. Rabbits, in particular, wish for the destruction of all life. Hello, dear wanderers. I come to you from the great traffic jam. While I am not currently in traffic, I have come to visit this dimension for two reasons. One is that while I have experienced the frustration of traffic, it is enjoyable to watch others experience that frustration while I am currently free from it. And secondly, because it is my mission to visit as many dimensions as possible to guide you all in your journeys, and you may as well find yourself stuck in traffic. As you probably know, the GTJ, formerly known as the Primer Rest Stop, was created when the Primer Corporation had the bright idea of creating a dimension where people could wait while they normally would be waiting in traffic. The problem was that it was so popular that the dimension became flooded with people from traffic jams all across the multiverse, instead creating one colossal traffic jam of millions of people. I've heard tell that there are some people who have been stuck in this traffic jam for decades. They have tried to install fixes into the system, but they were never able to clear out the dimension, and most of their updates just had worse bugs in them, like the time they accidentally caused traffic loops where it was actually impossible for visitors to exit from the jam that they were in. For those of you who haven't been, the GTJ feels and looks like the inside of a casino. There are no clocks, the lighting is dim so that you can't quite see everything, but not so dim that you can't see. There are bright colors and an indiscernible cacophony at all times. The decor is tacky and at least a decade out of date, and you feel like you need to wash your hands after touching anything. And it smells like you might imagine a dimension crammed full of people and engines would. Since the Great Traffic Jam does not have any native inhabitants and does not exist in any larger interdimensional empire, it also cannot be tracked back to any legal system, which means that any crime can't be prosecuted. However, the terms and conditions will make you wish that they could be. This also means that the Primal Corporation is, technically speaking, a state. Speaking of extra-legal activity, I think it's a good time for Tea Teaches You How to Live. Today's lesson is regarding taxes. Back in the day, I would have suggested faking your death. 
but with the amount of undead workforce, workers in the workforce, that wouldn't even stop the tax collectors from hounding you down. Instead, you need to fake write yourself out of existence. It is commonly acknowledged that people can have never existed in the first place, now that time travel has been invented. So go ahead and delete all public records regarding your existence so that you can't be taxed. If you do prefer a recognized existence, I suggest creating a chain and Mobius loop of shell corporations that each own each other. The key is to make it so confusing that the government you exist in doesn't know how to or even who to tax. Your last option is to just give up all claims to ownership and leave nothing left for anyone to tax. Congratulations, you are now one step closer to being fully alive. I feel like this dimension is a great one to highlight that often while traveling, we are focused on the destination and the end of our journey. But you must always remember that the greatest joys are always in the process itself. Traffic may be irritating while you are stuck in it, but we can always look back with a smile, especially if we are traveling with someone we love or at least enjoy spending time with. Hopefully, you have such a someone with you. One of the great things about the Great Traffic Jam is that it is very easy to get caught up on news throughout the entire multiverse. There is an infestation of glueworms in Orkari, Orali, after a shipment of the worms crashed in the countryside. The pilot appears to have been suffering from an existential crisis at the time of the crash and has been acquitted of all charges. The current death toll is reported at 1,562. What a sticky situation. Gear agents have been sent to the crisis, but they have mostly just shrugged their shoulders after scolding the worms for escaping, which didn't have any effect on their rampant reproduction and spread. Gear agents have reported the capture of a shipment of sun sugar and counterfeit medicine that was going to help underserved areas in Universe 558. While sun sugar has been studied as a viable and relatively side-effect-free solution to a plethora of neurological conditions, it remains an illegal substance since it is more profitable to imprison the users as indentured servants and use the drug as a means to enforce the status quo by demonizing oppressed groups. The annual walk for the rights of unlife is set for next week. Attendance is expected to be much larger than last year after Minister Ermsen of Haven was caught saying necrophobic remarks, but has refused all calls to resign. The minister further embroiled himself in controversy by ending his press conference with saying that all lives matter. Dear Wanderers, A time traveler has appeared in Universe 361 in order to 
kill Asvar Mananu before he commits atrocities upon the dimension. The time traveler did manage to kill the infant Mananu, as well as several billion residents of the universe, as the diseases in his bloodstream had evolved several hundred years, and the natives' immune systems and technology could not cope. The universe has been quarantined both against the effects of time travel and disease by the IUA and the Keepers. Tip of the day. White smoke means someone is burning something harmless. Black smoke likely means a building is on fire. Gray smoke means you are going to receive important news. Purple smoke means that everything is meaningless. Red smoke means you got the promotion. If you see blue smoke, it is too late. You have been marked. You can run, but it won't make any difference. You will be found eventually, and even if you escape, it will be but temporary, as they are ever-present on the horizon, always encroaching closer and closer. Dear Wanderers, I have spoken with some of the individuals currently stuck in traffic, and have some interesting thoughts from a man in a house ship who refused to give his name since, and I quote, they are always listening. He went on to say that the Prima Corporation actually created the traffic jam knowing that it would backfire, because the people stuck in traffic would eventually cave into purchasing from the stores and restaurants that they have set up giving the corporation an enormous boost in sales since they have a literally captive customer base. And may I say, dear wanderers, he had a very convincing corkboard covered in news clippings and pictures all connected by string. I have taken the opportunity to try out a new food truck that is currently jammed between an orcish air train and a caravan of thespians. It bears the name of Soup Ecstasy. They are a very reasonable price of three notes for the soup of the day, or a quarter pound of flesh, a forgotten memory, the drawing you made for your aunt in third year, or the last breath of a drifting storm. I ordered the Telerian hot soup. I specifically ordered the soup because I had never even heard of it before. The soup starts with a lovely stock made of several exotic vegetables and spices, which I promptly forgot the names of. They then added bean cheese, root vegetables, and the liquefied essence of a fire salamander to really give it a kick. Needless to say, I drank at least a gallon of water with the soup. While delicious, it may not be the best option for lunch while stuck in traffic, where your restroom options are limited and unpredictable. I did wonder where the proprietor got the fresh ingredients, but Chef Kalgrud, the mighty, just gave me a wink 
and a shake of his perfectly sculpted head. Probably best not to look too deep into that. Interestingly, the dimension has started to develop its own culture, replete with myths and a pseudo-religion. There are prophecies that one day a baby will be born of the traffic jam, who has seen into its heart and will be able to untangle the deadlock that rests at the center, and in so doing will free up all of those who have been trapped in traffic. I have received a public service announcement from the Festivities Committee. This is a friendly reminder to leave out the elderly or those suffering on the brink of death outside for the harvestmen. You do not want to forget to leave out anything for the harvestmen. They are coming, and they are hungry. Their arms are long, as is their memory and their fury. An angel has descended from the skies above. It had the head of a frog. Forty-seven bat wings and long skinny chicken legs. Its two undulating arms ended with ram heads. Oh, and its body was eternally consumed in a deep orange flame. It shouted in a cacophony of voices, Be not afraid. This, of course, had no effect on the already panicking crowd, although I did hear one pedestrian shout, That's easy for you to say. The angel waited patiently while everyone got used to its presence and calmed down. Luckily, with the traffic, there wasn't much room for people to run around, so they got bored of panicking pretty quickly. The angel began again. Unto you, your messiah has been born, clad in a reflective vest from the womb. They shall suffer and serve, so that you may be free and you shall know them by their glorious glowing mustache, and you shall call them Jeff. Almost immediately, the vehicles, long stuck in the exact same point in space, began to move. Engines, which were questionable in their efficacy, burst back into life. And in this middle of this hurricane of driving and efficiency, there was but a babe, unable even to stand on his own, but pointing his chunky little arms at the drivers, perfectly timed to free up any potential obstruction. I fear for this child, a baby, already locked in servitude as the traffic flows freely, so will it flow in greater and greater volume, and so will the wrath of a corporation whose profits relied on a consumer base who was unable to leave their dimension-wide store, 
forced to rely on them for food, water, entertainment, and for cleanliness. It will be a lonely and exhausting existence. A child chained so that everyone else may be free. May the magic bless Jeff. Now it is time for your tea time. Today's word of wisdom is sonder. First, let's ease on into a tub of hot water. It should probably be hotter than that. You really need to melt away those worries. You might as well throw in a few veggies and make dinner while you're at it. But now that we are all relaxed, I'd like to talk to you about reality. The fascinating thing about reality, or really the unreal, is that it's literally impossible for you to experience. Your thoughts, dreams, and even fantasies are real, because you are experiencing them. They are part of you and a part of your universe. You are infinitely creative, and you too are real and valid. Until next time, dear wanderers, good luck. The Interdimensional Traveler's Guide to the Shattered Verse is a production of the Dimensions role-playing system. It is written and voiced by Thea Lake. If you'd like to contact us with questions or comments, you can reach us at the itgsvpodcast at gmail.com or you can find us on Facebook, Tumblr, Instagram, or Twitter.